My name is Gary Butterfield. My name is Cole Ross. You're listening to Best Quality Vacuum, the Duckfeed show about the extended Vince Gilliverse, uh, where he was born, what he's up to today. <laughs> what kind of guest appearance is he, is he making as himself? Yeah. 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 Is he just a, a simple country lawyer? <laughs> or does he just sound like one? Um, yeah, that charming man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, this week we're talking about uh, an episode called bit by a dead bee. Yes. Uh, bees don't bite. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, I mean like, yeah, the, the, I'm sure there are some that can. Yeah. You can get bit by a wasp. Yeah. Wasp bite. Yeah. Did you know, Cole, can I lay some trivia on you? You may. Uh, you're going to like this. There are more varieties of fig wasp. Then there are varieties of birds in general. So So individual, just wasps that the males live out their entire life cycle inside a fucking fig. Huh? Uh, There are more types of those than there are just birds. Neat. Insects are fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. Fig wasps, man. Fig wasps. Yeah. That, that, that idea always creeped me out. I like a fig. The, the, mm-hmm. the, the notion of a wasp inside, uh, not going to stop me from eating a fig, you know, yeah. or something well, made, made with fig, but it's yeah, still a thing. It's the, the two things I learned from my, my fig deep dive recently, uh, <laughs> studying for the fig cast was, um, uh, that, uh, a lot of commercially, uh, produced figs aren't inseminated by wasps. Oh, okay. Uh, cause they do that. And two, it's more like you're eating the fig and the fig ate the wasp. Then there was a, the wasp in it. So if like that creeps you out less, you know, yeah. like imagine like an apple taking a big bite out of a worm. <laughs> sandwich, <laughs> sandwich took a bite out of me. Yeah. yeah. Like for some reason I find it like kind of beautiful that the fig ate the wasp, but then I eat the fig. Mm. What's going to eat me? You I know. That's right. Asavanya. Anywho, uh, yeah. we're way, way off. I, I just uh, learned a lot about fig there's, wasps recently. There's, there, there's there's no such thing as a tangent. Yeah, is the thing we can we yeah. we, we, we we can bring it well, back. Bit by a dead bee. Uh huh. It, it's related to the fig wasp paradox. Yeah. This whole thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, the bit by a dead bee, uh, written by Peter Gould, directed by Terry McDonough. Uh, and originally aired in March 22nd, 2009. Yeah. Uh, and this is a consequences episode because uh, we had the high action last time with Grilled, uh, but we're not out of the woods. In fact, this is going to set up a new uh, kind of a new status quo. We're going to be dealing with for most of the season uh, as Jesse and Walt try to extract themselves from the trouble of being kidnapped by Tuco. <laughs> yeah. It's not something you come back from super easily. No. You know, not as easily as they think. Uh, they both have two different plans for it. We get to see how those, the beginnings of how those plans work out. Mm-hmm. Um, Walt has faked a psychological episode, a fugue state, to explain his sudden disappearance. Uh, and this is going to have financial consequences. His family is going to be real weirded out by this, mm-hmm. uh, both in terms of just weirded out because it's a strange thing to happen and in terms of trust. Yes. Uh, such specifically Skylar. This is the kind of final uh straw for skylar yeah this um, this is where it's a the relationship has eroded through yeah yes she's on a bad relationship road yes from this point on yeah uh for jesse uh he has to paradoxically get himself arrested 
mm-hmm. uh, so he can uh, get an alibi uh, to prove that uh, he was elsewhere uh, and that Tuco actually stole his car and he had nothing to do with the guy. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so a little production detail stuff. Raymond Cruz, I got to keep Tuco's grill. Uh, mm-hmm. preserved in that Lucite cube uh, there, which we, we talked about last time. You know, phone in, mm-hmm. dial 127 if you think that's part of Tuku's body. Mm-hmm. Dial 128 if you think that it's fine <laughs> to take it. Uh, this was eventually auctioned off for charity in 2013. Yes. Uh, for the commanding sum of $20,000, roughly. Yeah. Uh, Tuco's grill, weirdly, this popped up as, 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 as like an Easter egg, I, I believe, in a few different games. But like the one I know of is uh, it was put in Rage. The mm-hmm. video, the video game Rage, uh, which was also featured in a season, uh, season four episode, I think. Yeah. Yep. Se- yeah. yeah. Season four. Yeah. Uh, a perfect wolf game. A mm-hmm. game we're gonna have to do at some point. Yeah. Um, um, we've got, yeah. Some, got some fandom set at worst here. Got, got a couple of them, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, Tuco's dental grill in a clear cube. He was, quote, iced murdered ice also a reference to meth <laughs> oh we're getting we're getting some real bonfire side chat associated with yeah <laughs> stuff going on here the thing that blew my mind and i i've shown this to a couple of people i think maybe i just was very receptive to it but nobody's having the reaction i wanted them to okay uh so there's a recurring motif in this where walt keeps seeing a painting and the painting has a sailor getting in a uh, a little rowboat and leaving his family on the shore uh it's not subtle Nope. You know, like it, it's just uh, he's disconnecting from his family. Eventually, he's going to leave his family, etc. Right. Mm-hmm. The wiki's all over this. Uh, they were saying like it contrast, uh, you know, this like the, the painting is kind of melancholy and stuff. Somebody wrote in the wiki paintings are romanticized when sailors IRL had a secret life free of adventure or a secret free life of adventure away from their family. <laughs> Which is the kind of thing you can't quantize or source. Nope. It's like, literally just there were stories about this. <laughs> like just the idea, like in IRL, like it's such a weird statement for the wiki. IRL painters, uh, sailors actually had this awesome secret life. They didn't have to deal with their family. So it's actually a really good metaphor for Walt where he would win. Yeah. And he'd get away from his family and rock. You know? and, 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 uh, this is literally just a person grasping at straws, try, straws trying to make, make it seem like any part of Walt's story isn't a fucking tragedy for everybody involved. <laughs> it's weird. It's weird. Walt defensism, which yeah. like is a is a hazard of uh, this concern. Yeah. You know? I, but yeah, I mean, the uh, ice, you know, a cube, aka ice. It's like <laughs> Batman solving clues. You know, it, it's very sixties Batman show. <laughs> Oh man! So let's get into it. Uh, this yeah. is a. They should put it in a lucite uh, sphere or a lucite trapezoid. You know, like they had to have chosen that shape for some reason. Oh, what are what are like, we thinking here? It all connects. Um, <laughs> I just yeah. I'm, I'm gonna get this figured out. God damn it! Uh, I'm gonna uh, solve the world. All right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Sorry. That's all right. No. Uh, so the, the the this is another Peter Gold one. What one did he write last season? Was, was uh, it- he wrote the uh, the the kind of silly one? Yeah, because um, yeah. I remember us being like, "Oh, it's it's the lighter-hearted uh, Peter Gould." I think it was. I mean, uh, episode six. It, it had to have been like right after, and yeah, I, I'm sorry, I really should have looked it up, but just like with this one, kind of getting a real sense of like Peter Gould coming in and being like the consequences wrecking crew. On yeah. this. Like, all right, we need somebody to help us put these pieces together because we uh we we blew stuff up. Yeah, yeah it's it's a I, the things I associate with him are uh consequences and being uh a little goofy. Yes. 
Uh, this episode isn't super goofy, but there's some like, you know, naked man slapstick. Yes. Going on in it. I like uh, in the cold open. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we get, uh, so Walt and Jesse are burying Tuco's pistol in the desert and then starting to walk home. Um, and they get to the the highway and they uh, hail a hitchhiker. Yeah. You know, uh, they're going to go back separately. You know, Walt's getting in the truck bed here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Jesse, we don't get, uh, there's a, you know, in the podcasters a production detail, they talk about how they actually wrote out all of the dialogue of them planning this stuff. Okay. That they're going to do each of them coming, you know, to their, uh, their scheme here mm-hmm. and then realize it would be better just to show that stuff. Yeah. Uh, and it is like, instead mm-hmm. they just, we just have Jesse being like, are you sure this is the way you want to go with it? Yeah. You know, and we get to find out what the plan is after this, which is great. Yeah. That's, that's how I want to see it. You know, yeah. like it's done very well here. And the way Jesse asks is like, he's really uncertain and it's, uh, it's real. Like, are you sure there isn't a better way? Yeah. <laughs> kind of like this sucks. You yeah. Know? And it, it's pretty likely that, uh, not because Jesse's incapable, but I imagine Walt also came up with Jesse's plan Yeah, for this. He has a vested interest in, in that. I'm sure he talked, he's, you know, the lion's share of that. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> He rides in the truck. Then nighttime, uh, we cut into a grocery store. Uh, the front door can't close because it is running into one of Walt's shoes. Read this note of trivia. I didn't recognize the song. There's a Muzak version of Feel Like Making Love by Roberta Flack. Kind of a disco ballad kind of thing. Um, I didn't I, I didn't know that song. I thought, is that a Muzak version of Bad Companies? I Feel Like Making Love to You. The song that Homer Simpson wrote. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're weirdly different songs. Very, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's it it was it was a big style at the time thing feeling like making love and you had to write about it. Yeah. Uh the clerk in this follows a trail of Walt's clothes. Eventually we hear like a gasp of another customer when she finds him standing naked in the freezer aisle. Uh mm-hmm. I love the way this is shot. Mm-hmm. We get to see Walt's face turn away from her where he's given himself like the okay, let's fucking do this exhausted. <laughs> like look. here it goes. Here it goes, and away <laughs> we go. You know, showtime. Still gotta start the show. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's well done. Good character uh, work in the face. Very good. No. Yeah. So this is uh, if if you want to get picked up and put in a hospital, this is a very good way to make it happen. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, so we go to Walt uh, looking at this painting, this visual <laughs> motif here of a man uh, rowing away from his family on a canoe. Now in real life. Sailors got to have this fun, adventureful life away from their families. Yeah. So this is actually not a great metaphor. I, I thought that you were going to say in real life, nobody would ever put this painting in a hospital room. <laughs> oh, it is It is a pretty funny painting, but I've seen I've seen stuff that like, if you think about it too much, is weirdly dark. Yeah. Nobody thinks about this art. It's just hotel yeah. Airbnb art that you, basically is sold by the pound. Yeah. You just buy it off of a, you, you buy it by number off of a catalog. Yeah. yeah. Like literally no one's ever thought about it. There was no consideration <laughs> to whether this was put here. Yeah. It was just put up, you know, um, and the, the, the series like says this later. Like yes. Walt asked that very question, but like it's, I, I've been to a couple stores where it feels like they sell this shit. Mm-hmm. It's really weird. Like I, I'm like, no one would ever put this piece of art up in like their house, but they no. would put it up in an Airbnb. Mm-hmm. It's such a weird distinction. Yeah. You know? see if you could, because this is marginally less depressing than a, than a bare wall. Yeah. And it, yeah, it's, and it's just, it's super bland. It reminds me of art in the Sims. 
you know, like you just get like this kind of shit. Or the, I mean, I guess the Simpsons have that sailboat above their couch, which is really funny. Marge painted that. Yeah, no, I love the sailboat, you know, and and it's got personal, but yeah, it's just very funny thing. Oh, but Skylar and Junior are here, and they're ecstatic to see him. He's he's alive. They feared the worst for so long, and they ask like, "Hey, how do you how do you feel?" He says, "I feel like myself, really." You know, the past couple of days are missing, but other than that, I feel fine. Like he's he already really trying to do the to reset. Yeah. Yeah. He really just thought this would be a but one and done kind of thing. <laughs> uh, Junior mentions uh, Hank shootout, you know, uh, and and Walt uh, is acting. He's lying. He knows mm-hmm. about this. He's acting very shocked and, and appalled by this. Yeah. You know? um, Skylar uh, calls Marie, you know, and Marie is being Marie. Yes. You know, they give you a worst case scenario for this. Like, how bad could it be? <laughs> yeah. You know, Walt in the supermarket. Which supermarket was it? Yeah. You know, <laughs> tell me it wasn't Whole Foods. She says. Yes. Yeah. Oh man, uh, Marie uh, is doing her own follow up here. She's at the DA office, uh, annoyed that Hank can't come home on time. You know, and Skylar asks, "I was." And she looks out at him. You know, just kind of uh, talking to the guys. Hank, oh, he's indestructible. Hmm. Yeah, which we're going to see that Hank, as he goes on the super cop yes. uh, journey, is going to become more and more destructible. Yeah. You know, uh, we cut over to Hank in the office giving his report, mm-hmm. uh, his version of what happened with Tuco uh, to his supervisors. This this is very studied cop talk. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a, I took, I found an effective shot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, and the guy in the suit is, you know, incredulous. Like he, he kind of doesn't believe the story that he's hearing because it is a pretty big coincidence. Right. Yeah. Uh, you know, why would Hank be in that situation? <laughs> like, just like, yeah, actually, my brother was there. Uh, you know, like, like they, it is a big coincidence, but it's even bigger than they think. Yes. And he's like, oh, dude, why would you be in that situation with no backup? You're on your personal time. Are you like going and doing vigilante stuff? And he's yeah. like, no, it was an unrelated matter. Yeah. Uh, family stuff. Uh, they ask about Jesse's car and he says he's working on it. So that's going to give him uh, his thing. Uh, we cut over to Jesse and Badger. They've made up. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're hanging outside of the cops circling Jesse's place. Yeah. Uh, there's a cute little bit here in the uh, the podcast mm-hmm. where uh, the line, you know, Badger says, like, they don't give up. They're like Jehovah's Witnesses. Mm-hmm. And uh, Matt Jones says Jehovah Witnesses. <laughs> without the s and uh like the director or like the person who was shooting that day was going to correct him and they like had to rush to stop him They're like no that's better <laughs> that's like way that's better. what he would say yeah. you know Jehovah witnesses yeah um, it's, it, it is a perfect bit of characterization yeah. uh it's it's like homer saying i'm so smart smrt i mean smart like yeah. just a little actor mistake that like yeah no you have to keep that in yeah uh they're watching the cops check out jesse's place you know, uh, Badger's like, why don't they just kick the door down? And Jesse's like, they don't have probable cause. Right. You know. And when the cops leave, they go and they uh, uh, empty out the basement. Badger is really kind of offended that uh, Jesse had access to all this. He says, you know, like, I'm in Willy Wonka's chocolate factory here. Yeah. You know? Take me down your chocolatey meth river. Yeah. Matt, uh, uh, Badger's so funny. He's like a Tux Avery cartoon. <laughs> You know, like his eyes just turn into big meth crystals. Like, he, yeah. Ooh, like he just yeah. wants to cook up a whole batch just so he can, you know, just have it. <laughs> just like, real quick, you know? <laughs> yeah. Just can't we just do this? Can we just stink up the entire neighborhood real quick here? Uh, yeah. And he, he tries to uh, leverage him. 
He's like, Hey man, I haven't forgotten being stranded in the desert. And I love, uh, Jesse just like, don't fuck with me. Like like Jesse cannot handle this right now. Yeah. You know, it's uh, it's very tricky. I I love them also having trouble moving the barrel of methylamine. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That thing. It's a, it's very McTeague. It's very tooth and McTeague. Yeah. Oh, well, it's, I mean, it's so great too, because Badger figured he'd save a trip by wearing a gas mask and they loaded it into the RV. He pulls it off. He says, that was a bad choice. Yeah, it's very good. <laughs> the uh, So Badger's cousin's coming down to tow the RV. God, I love Badger's cousin. He's such a shit yeah. kicker. Yeah, he's, he's uh, it, get him and you contrast him with uh, the candy. Oh, yeah. From El Camino, like the other like kind of guy who works in industry. Yeah. And then the old it's, guy, like there's some, some good old industry crooks and there's some real shitheads. It's a uh, man, man uh, like outside of the crookedness. You know, I can't make mm-hmm. that assumption about people. Guys like this are like 80% of the people around where I live. It's yeah. ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, we get an origin uh, thing of here, um, mm-hmm. you know, important character moment. So he's towing the RV away. He asks for a thousand, uh, but Jesse doesn't have it. He mm-hmm. has like five sixty. Um, he promises him he'll get him the other half and the, the, this is where the, uh, your word is your bond, mm-hmm. uh, came from. This is going to be a continuing motif with Jesse. It's going to be yeah. big in El Camino. Um, yeah. you know, Jesse, if he says he's going to do something, he'll do it. Yeah. I, I didn't yeah. draw that connection. Yeah. No. The, um, so he goes over the plan. Jesse, you know, says, Hey, you know, you call the cops in a couple hours, you have from a payphone. you don't use your real name. Uh, they're going to need probable cause. I'm going to give it to them. Right. Um, uh, and we cut back over to Walt. He's talking to the doctors about what he remembers, you know, like, oh, I remember, you know, like driving home, but that was it. And then I've got some fleeting images of like headlights and being afraid. Like he's given yeah. a real like Hollywood version of what. Super uh, vague. Yeah. An amnesia there were headlights. Uh, incident. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was on a highway. I think there were headlights. <laughs> you know, uh, the oncologist says, you know, the MRI didn't turn up any metastasis. It didn't go into his brain. Mm-hmm. There's no sign of seizure or stroke, you know, uh, and Walt, uh, and Skyler kind of backs him up, try to blame the medication. They're like, I'm on all these pills and stuff. Uh, but th- the doctors know what the pills do. Mm-hmm. If, if the pills caused amnesia, they'd let you know, you know, uh, you can't just like hand wave that. This is a really smart, uh, strategy for Walt to take. Uh, mm-hmm. with uh, with Skylar uh, because she's already skeptical of the medicine and stuff, right? Like she wants the Eastern kind of, you know, kind of deal. Like he can get her on his side for some of yeah. this, right? But yeah. it's it's not enough. The subject quickly turns back to Walt's stress. Yeah, very briefly, you know. Uh, they order a psych eval, eval and they're going to keep him uh, in the hospital. He protests about this and they're like, you know, this is not a – this is not a little thing, man. Yeah. Like if you stay serious, what if it happens if you're driving, you know? Yeah. You could be a danger to others. Like we cannot let you out. And this is not what Walt bargained for. He didn't think this through just like Jesse yeah. didn't think, didn't think his, uh, his plan through what with the money and all. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Jesse, he thought he was going to be escaping. You know, yes. he grabbed his money mm-hmm. uh, and put it in his car. He didn't well, expect it, 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 it to go. Yeah. Yeah. But just in terms of like, okay, I'm going to forfeit the car, you know, kind of stuff. Yeah. 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 Um, could have grabbed the money out of it. Well, no, mm-hmm. they couldn't have because Hank was there. Yeah. Yeah. Shit. Um, yeah. I don't, I don't know it, the, the set to me, the sad part about this, like, I think Jesse does this, plays this about as well as he can. Yeah. Yeah. The shitty part is Walt taking a couple episodes to give him some money. Yeah. That's, you know? ter- yeah, it's fucking awful. Yeah. Hard to hard to tolerate Walt during that part. Yeah. Um. So we get to uh, Jesse getting raided. He's at the uh, the hotel. 
there and the DEA team uh, raids him. Yeah. He's in there with Wendy. Uh, they bust in and arrest him. Yeah. And Hank is uh, just a big shit eating grin. Jesse Pinkman, I presume. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah he, go, he good. Oh, he's just, yeah, he's, he's loving this. Yeah. Uh, that's not going to work out for him either. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and then now we're in the interrogation room and Hank does not believe that Jesse was partying for three days. Oh, so you didn't leave. You know, what about food? You know, fun. We had takeout. Well, where? Uh, no, the vending machine. We, we survived for three days on Funyuns and Hot Pockets. The, uh, again, another little fun detail. The, the podcast picking up a little bit. The, uh, the director of this is from England and did not have Funyuns or Hot Pockets. So they huh. had to send people out to show him what Funyuns and Hot Pockets were. Oh, I'm sure he was. I'm sure that sat well with him. Yeah, just like hell yes, dude. This this, this colony makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> the, um, but yeah, I, the uh, honey, you know, uh, vending machine hotel life. Yeah. Here. Uh, and Jesse acts excited because, hey, the, you found my car. This is great. And it's like, hell yeah, DEA. <laughs> yeah, it's very cute. Uh, yeah. it's well, well acted. And then they they play their trump card. Uh-huh. Uh, Gomi, you know, says, yeah, we also found this, you know, they pull out the bag. It's got all his money in it. And yeah. uh, Gomi says, it's a good thing. Tuco's already dead because if I lost that kind of money, I'd kill myself. It's like $67,000 or something. <laughs> Knowing full well that it is probably Jesse's. Yeah. Yeah. No. You know, they're, they're kind of dangling it over and I'm seeing like, oh, is he going to try and claim responsibility for this money? Uh, you know, obviously it's very suspicious, but Jesse is smart enough not to jump and take the bait. Yes. Uh, so they're going to go cross-examine, mm-hmm. you know, and they're going to talk to Wendy, uh, classic uh, cop shit. Mm-hmm. Um, she's in, he says something during this, and this, I think that uh, I expressed confusion about this, and now I'm really embarrassed about it. Hank keeps saying, you know, how much for a Wendy, Wendy? Uh-huh. And remember, did we, we expressed confusion about that, right? I don't believe I we did. I always, uh-huh. uh, I always took it as like blowjob, windy blowjob. Yeah, it's a, it's a blowjob. I, I think that I, on some level, didn't. I think it's a kind of a dumb stretch for Hank. No, yeah. you know, like I get it, but it's not clever. Like right. windy blow blowjob, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for some reason, that popped into my head more clearly this this episode. Yeah. 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 Uh, but yeah, she is, uh, agitated because she's in police custody. She has to pee. They're, they're sweating yeah. her out. They're, they're, they're denying her a root beer, right? Like that. Yeah. She <laughs> loves sugary drinks. Yeah. She, she, it's, she it's loves them sugary drinks. Yeah. Um, uh, but, uh, you, you know, she's agitated and we get real, like just a uh, classic old shit, <laughs> early season, shitty Hank, just making yeah. jokes about her, her being a sex addict or something yeah. and, and, being, and being a, a sex worker drug or stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, he, he mentions like, oh, you know, you want to get back out there and give Wendy's and then <laughs> he accidentally gives her, uh, uh, g- gives her an out by this because she remembers him yeah. using this exact same line when he swung by to show junior, uh, what you happens know, if what, you smoke pot? Yeah. What happens if you smoke pot? <laughs> it turns into, yeah. it turns into meth in your system and you end up here. <laughs> yeah. You end up, you end up uh, dating th- this lady. Yeah. Um, so she's, you're the one who's trying to get me to fuck that kid. I ain't saying anything. <laughs> Give me my root beer. A uh, really great moment, you know? Uh, so they have to cut Jesse loose, but Hank says, I got, I got one more shot. Yes. Adam. So we're going to get to that. Uh, Walt is talking to the psychologist. I really like the scene. Yeah. He's like, you know, is this necessary? I just really want to leave. Uh, the doctor says this is serious. And then Walt, you can see the wheels turning in his head. Mm-hmm. Um, he, you know, he says, Hey, can we speak a little bit about doctor patient confidentiality? 
Uh, the doctor here, this feels not source checked to me or not real. The psychologist says, if you told me you were going to hurt somebody, I'd have to tell that person. Which seems very ineffective. It's actually. very funny. Like, I just kept thinking, you're just like, listen, you don't know me, but one of my patients is going to kill you. <laughs> like, I can't go to the police, but you can do whatever you want. Yeah. I must go. <laughs> hey, don't tell anybody I told you, but he's outside the house. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's such a silly thing. Like, I'm pretty sure that the actual psychologist confidentiality is if they can, they can alert authorities, like they can tell DFCS. DFIA, DFIA, or child protective services mm-hmm. uh, and stuff like that. Like they can, they can contact the appropriate authorities yeah. if it's, if it's necessary, you mm-hmm. know, uh, I just, I love that line. It's very funny. It reminds me of self-surgery and uh, a trauma center <laughs> under the knife. Like it's just like a silly way that a, a professional job that's kind of a black box could uh-huh. work. You know, (laughs) but they're trying to get it set up so to to where in in this fiction, if Walt admit if Walt did admit to a crime, you know, he would uh uh you know not be able to go and uh, tell the authorities, right? But Walt doesn't admit to a crime. He kind of gives his own, basically says everything up to, but not including. And then I decided to go cook, you know, go cook meth. He's giving his version of the speech that uh, that Skyler gave to uh, to Hank. About yeah, giving oh, yeah. Maria a break. Yeah. yeah. That's exactly it. Like, you know, I'm this, I'm this, I'm this. Yeah. Like, yeah, I faked it. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no fugue state. I couldn't spend another second in that house. You know, uh, like, and the the psychologist says, what did you run from? That's where he lays it all out. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, well, good, you know, good scene. Well yeah. performed. Uh, and the thing is like, so you stripped naked and went into a gas station or went into a grocery store because... You know, because this would hide your lie. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, that's me. That's yep. Welcome to Walter White Town. I'm a wild and crazy guy. <laughs> <laughs> and you ask Sometimes why I, do I like ran. That. Yeah. yeah. Um, back in the interrogation room, uh, Hank, they brought in Hector Salamanca. Um, you know, and they bring him in, they go and pass Jesse and Jesse's face like fucking drops. <laughs> you know, he's just like, oh, I'm fucked. He just goes you know? completely slack. And he yeah. tries to do a little bit of what he did with, uh, uh, with Tuco, you know, to, mm-hmm. uh, back at the, uh, back at the house there. Like, oh, he did, you know, just, he's got no idea what's going on. Like, oh, he doesn't know what planet he's on. And they prove like, okay, well, are we on Mars? Are we on Venus? And mm-hmm. like, it's down to like, what day is it? Is it Monday? Is it Tuesday? Dings on yeah. Tuesday. Hector's fully aware. Yeah. He always has been. Yeah. You know, and Jesse knew this. It was just a Hail Mary. Yes. Kind of thing. Um, they go through the questions and they eventually ask him, you know, Hey, was this guy at your house yesterday? But Hector won't rat, mm-hmm. you know, he won't ring the bell. He just kind of like mad dogs, Jesse. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Hank's like, don't you want to help us out? And this is where Hector like leans up and takes an incredibly wet, messy shit. It, it is. I don't want to get too gross. Uh, we see just what looks like brown, rusty water, like fall on the floor beneath it. Like it is, it is the wateriest shit that has ever, that has ever happened. It's as our bodies grow old and like, you know, this kind of thing happens to us. I, I dread it every moment. Yeah. Like I'm not doing great now. Yeah. Uh, in terms of shits. Like I, I, the fact that it's going to get worse before it gets better is, is <laughs> and by gets better. You mean the sweet release of death? Yeah, okay. yeah. I mean, I mean the, probably the, the absolute like killer BMs you take in heaven. 
Oh yeah, the the uh, the, the seven of them that you take. <laughs> Nothing but net. No need to watch. <laughs> but net nonstop, and then God gives you a high five. <laughs> he flushes for you, and then he wipes you up. Um, the yeah, <laughs> uh, super gross. Uh, but yeah, they just do do this incredible, uh, you know, this really horrible thing. Yeah, uh, and everyone just reacts like. Oh God! Well, then you know. they react like something horrible just happened, which is something did. horrible did happen. I love Jesse putting his head in his hands, like fuck <laughs> this, like <laughs> what the hell, man? <laughs> it's really good. <laughs> uh, but Gomi explains, you know, that Hector's OG. You know, he kept yeah. his mouth shut for seventeen years in San Quentin. These old school cartel guys, they do not talk to. They do not talk to feds. Yeah, he's not going to rat the DEA. Yeah. Yeah, of course he's not. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Jesse is out in the lobby. He's calling his dad for a ride, but his dad won't even give him a ride. Yeah. You know, uh, he says he, he's got to lead on a job. He's going to try to reconcile with his parents one last time. Yeah. In the next couple episodes. Yeah. Uh, he was using Wendy's phone and they, they decided she's, you know, should we go to Waffle House? And he's, yeah, Waffle House is good. <laughs> what you else know, would like, you do? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's the only option. Yeah. Uh, so Walt's in the hospital room uh, and he gets a phone call from Jesse. It's nighttime. Um, and, uh, Walt is more concerned about whether he's implicated than he is about Jesse's very real concern about the fact that he's broke. He had $67,000 yeah. and then it's gone. Yeah. Now he's got nothing, yeah. you know? Uh, he asks if uh, badger's cousin can fix the RV and Jesse's like, why? He's like, so we can cook. Uh, and Jesse is shocked by this, yeah. you know, and he just he puts on the Heisenberg voice. He goes, what's changed Jesse? <laughs> You know, and hangs so, up. He's trying to teach him a lesson. So, you know? so much has changed, Walt. Yeah, a lot has changed, my man. Yeah. Uh, the uh, uh, so he he gets in bed. He's doing his money calculations, and he gets to the part where he's talking about cash on hand, and realizes he left the uh, the diaper box of crime mm-hmm. at home. Uh, so he breaks out of the hospital. He sneaks out. Yeah, uh, Miami style. <laughs> uh, I love this scene when he gets mm-hmm. there. Because, you know, like he's got to skulk around to get inside and he's, you know, looking left, looking right and figuring, okay, are they home? And he goes and, you know, puts the gun and the money in the vent and replaces everything. But he gets startled when Skylar goes out to the kitchen and then Junior comes out and joins her. And we get this kind of sweet scene where Walt gets just a glimpse at what life is like without him. Yeah, it's very sweet. Like his, you know, his wife and his son embrace yeah. You know, from, they've been through a lot. They have. You know, it, this is him being confronted, not what their life, not with just what their life would be without him, but also rubbing his nose and what he's put them through. Yes. You know, and that's going to continue uh, when he leaves and he sees the missing person, missing person flyer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I gave my, in order for this plan to work and to do all this stuff because of these choices I made, I gave my family these sleepless nights and like this much trauma. Yeah. I gave them yeah. the worst two days of their life so far. Yeah. And was it the worst two days of my life? I don't know. I had to kill a dude. It might be, you know, but it, it's, it's up there, Yeah, but still it, it's, it's, I'm, you know, I'm my choices are impacting other people. He is a corruption, right. you know, yeah. um, he gets in a real weird move. He gets by the hospital and sticks the IV just kind of haphazardly back into his hand <laughs> oh, anywhere. God, I hate this. The, I hate it. So I hate much. it too. It's, it's not the oh. way they work. No, nope. like you don't just put them anywhere. Nope. Uh, and also in a million years, why wouldn't you be like, Hey nurse, this came out. Yeah. You know, and then she'll come put it back in. They also, they do that with a catheter, mm. you know, like anybody who spent any time with somebody in a hospital, they don't just like, you usually just have a needle. 
uh-huh. just going directly into an arm like that, that deep and that thick. Uh huh. They, they they set up no, a little plastic thing so they can change the needle. Yeah, because the needle uh, hurts. It's metal. It's hard. Yeah. It's yeah. yeah the, the whole thing is very unpleasant. You know, no. you don't just go, you know, and yeah. stick it back in. It's, it's awful. I hate. I hate. I hate IVs so much. Yeah, I don't care for it either. Even as an adult, like I'll get my blood taken and this isn't an IV, it's just a needle, but mm-hmm. I don't like looking at it. No, like no. I can do it. I'm a big boy, but I hate looking at it. Mm-hmm. You know, seeing it pierce like the, the shield of my flesh is gross. Yes. It makes me fall, I feel like jumping out of my skin. I, I really can't do it. Just the, 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 I, I, I have had a vasovagal reaction to, to get to giving blood before, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, I like had a nurse rush over and give me the uh, give me the smelling salts or whatever. I just I really don't like anything that reminds me how mechanical our bodies are No. No, no. I just want to be like a stretch Armstrong. I never want to know what's inside. Yeah. yeah. Like a Mr. Like a black box stretch Armstrong. <laughs> You know, <laughs> just Dave Grohl's face on the side. That is the text for his biography. <laughs> Where are you going with this, Dave? <laughs> uh, oh, gosh. Uh, he looks uh, at the painting again. Yeah. Uh, that guy's leaving his family for a life of adventure. Should mm-hmm. I? Yeah. <laughs> the, um, uh, so Hank is in his office. It's nighttime. He's obsessively uh, going through the footage uh, from the chemical storehouse. So I'm like, yeah, you know, that uh, that meth that we found on Tuco that was cooked P2P style, you know, and it matches the the purity of the white meth that we found on Crazy 8. Like yeah. there there has to be somebody that we're not accounting for. Yep, we got we got a new new player in town. Yeah. You know, he asked him to go to the bar. He's like, oh, it's 11 o'clock. He's like, hey, I'm buying. Yeah, et cetera. This is all a ruse to get him to come out for a surprise party. Uh, you murdered a guy surprise party. Mm-hmm. Um, they give him a cake with this really horrible drawing of, of Hank with a gun. Uh-huh. It's very funny. I don't know what's going on with his belly. It looks, looks, looks like he's got a big saggy ass hanging off of his sternum. <laughs> it's really a sick Hank. <laughs> like exceedingly sick my, Hank. My Hank is sick. <laughs> yeah. It's it's really Marge crunking like of, of Hank drawings. Like I am very surprised Hank Cake has not never become a like a meme <laughs> in this. Like because it, it's very uh rife for it. Very ripe for it. <laughs> yeah. Uh and they give him a gift and he, he calls them a bunch of sick freaks, which is not unearned. Uh this is a psychopathic fucking DA <laughs> office. everything about this is very unprofessional yeah um and walt's getting ready to leave it's kind of the next day and walt is getting dressed getting ready to leave the 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 hospital room uh and uh junior uh in kind of a first sign of how how infantilized he's going to be which is a you know thing that happens junior's like hey you need to stay hydrated the doctor said stay hydrated finish your juice you know walt said no i'm not thirsty finish the juice dad yeah you gotta finish the juice like doctor's orders yeah you know, uh, Hank comes to visit them, you know, uh, and Walt says what they called it, you know, the Fugue State's uh, episode of transient global amnesia. Real last thing. My, uh, yeah. that was, that was the diagnosis that my, uh, my grandpa got, uh, when he lost his memory, um, mm-hmm. uh, he, he, he's dead now. It's fine. Um, uh, uh, lost his memory the day after Barack Obama won the election. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and, the big uh, shock to the system, eh? Yeah. Uh, yeah um, i love my grandpa <laughs> but it was yeah. not a great uh <laughs> it was like really that's what put, that's what put you over the edge bud oh buddy <laughs> <laughs> the uh <laughs> it was it was real sad and also it was kind of the big kickoff for the long slide of dementia until his yeah. uh until his passing 10 years later so it's yay. a bummer 
Yeah. yeah. Uh, again, our, the way our bodies, liquid shits are the best we can hope for. <laughs> you know, it sucks. <laughs> I, I pray for liquid shits. <laughs> I know, nightly. Uh, you know, Walt at this point apologizes for being Hank in danger. This is a, a thing that's going to recur in this show mm-hmm. where uh, I really love it. I think it's really deft where Walt uh, and Heisenberg are apologizing. Uh huh. You know, so like the acting version of Walt, he's apologizing. Yes. You know, but he actually is really apologizing, mm-hmm. you know, for, for all with. So he's apologizing as a performance, but also with all the knowledge he has. Yes. You know, it's uh, this happens a few times in the series and I think it's really clever. Yeah, it's a it, it, it's an apology that's like fifteen percent in admission. Yes, exactly. Like, and they, they he does this a few times. Yeah. Uh, it's deft writing. Um, he says, "Don't apologize." They're treating me like Elliot Ness. Mm-hmm. You know, hey, 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 you ought to disappear more often. Uh, don't don't do that. You know, this, this fucking sucked. <laughs> he's like, "I gotta show you something," and he shows him uh, Tuco's grill, preserved mm-hmm. in a curiously cube shaped uh, piece of lucite. Um, <laughs> uh, does he have that because Tuco got iced? I think it's, or I think it's actually because of meth, because oh. meth is called ice. Well, it so, could be both. Or we're both right. Yeah. 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 No, it's a, it's 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 called the it's called the triangle of being right. <laughs> yeah, the triangle of being right online. You've drawn all the connections. You are the good boy, Wikipedia guy. Uh, so uh, you know, and and he's really taken aback by this. You know, mm-hmm. uh, Walt when he gets home, he plays you know really emotional about how good it is to be there and Skyler and Junior are acting pretty weird, specifically Skyler. Yes. Uh, she is not into this. He is desperately just trying to get back to his old life. And again, oh. it is one of those things where it's an act, but also he wants this so bad. Mm-hmm. You know, this is what he was scared of losing. Yes. You know, through, through the act of being a shithead and lying and stuff, he is denying himself humanity. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he had the very human experience of feeling like he would lose all of this stuff yeah. in order to get it back. He can't have it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's the tragedy, you know, the, like where you can get, when I talk about sympathy for Walter White, like it's not, you got to hand it to him. He's the architect of his own, you know, failures, but there, that's the humanity part I'm talking about. Yeah. Like that yeah. is, that is almost, that's like your Greek myth kind of thing. Yeah. You know, it's, that is a, a, a central tragedy. It, it's one of the answers to his question of Jesse coming back to him. You know, he was arrogant enough to think that uh, like, yeah, no, he got off scot-free what's changed. Right. Well, no, this, this thing has been bent so far, uh, you know, your home has been bent so far that it is never going to return to its original shape. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it has changed a lot. Yeah. You know, he tries the joke mm-hmm. uh, there, you know, he, he takes off his clothes and he puts on the Heisenberg hat, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, and he, and he, he's making a joke about showing up naked in the store. Yeah. You know, he says, a- do, do you want anything for 7-Eleven? A big gulp or a Slim Jim, which are both very suggestive <laughs> 7-Eleven <laughs> items for your penis hanging out. Big gulp. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's so good, man. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't put that together. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want a big gulp or a slim gym? Uh, you know, uh, <laughs> I think they're out of footlongs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the Jack link. Um, she, she kind of smiles a bit, you know, and then she gets uncomfortable and Walt, because he's not empathetic, thinks that she just is worried about him. You know, mm-hmm. he's got an ego on him uh, and she, she probably is worried about him, you know, yeah. but she thinks that's, he thinks that's all it is. Some reassurance will take care of this. Yeah, so well, you know, this is never going to happen again. I promise you, you know, which is not a. <laughs> it's not a promise you can make. Again, it's like twenty percent at admission. Like, oh, I yeah, control this one. I'll I'll make sure to control the next one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then she asks about the second cell phone. 
you know, uh, he does the, the lie thing when he's like, you know, Oh, uh, that's weird. You know, I don't, I don't have that. Uh, she says what happened, mm-hmm. you know, uh, you disappeared. And he's like, I don't remember that, you yeah. know, and he really expects it to be that to be enough. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, he goes in for a kiss and she turns away and yeah. it's brutal. It's, you know, it's rough, mm-hmm. it's sad. Like he deserves it, but it's also fucking sad. Yeah. You know? Uh, and that's our ending. Like that's our new status quo right now is things are not good in the white house. No, no, it's a big problem. Yep. Really big problem. Uh, yeah. yeah good episode. Uh, yeah. you know, taking stock, putting things in, um, in order after the, the explosions of last episode. Yeah. And we're going to be in, uh, uh, kind of, uh, rearranging stuff mode, uh, at least for another episode. Uh, yes. Watch. I'm going to see like our next, next time will be better call Saul. No, but they're no, no, be we, got, tri- we actually have a few for better, better call Saul. Yeah. Um, we're going to get back into cooking meth soon. Yes. Uh, the next episode is another place setting one. And then we get into, uh, where badger gets arrested. Yes. By DJ. When, I know when they get shaken. Before they get arrested, they get shaken down. Oh, yeah. Peekaboo. Peekaboo coming. Yeah, yeah there we go. Like, we got some good shit coming. We got some yeah. good, scary, tense episodes coming. <laughs> we have the whole Jane arc happens. Mm-hmm. Like, we we have so much stuff in season two. Season two is such a beautiful mess. Yeah. On this show. Have mm-hmm. you met John Delancey yet? <laughs> he's out there. Yeah, he's out there hanging around, mm-hmm. doing his own little stories. <laughs> uh, um, the uh, Yeah, that uh, that's going to be it for this episode. Mm-hmm. Thanks uh, so much for listening. Yeah, hope you had fun. Um, if you like this show, ratings and reviews, hugely important, especially while the show is relatively early. Um, you can also uh, support us at patreon.com slash duckfeedtv. We really appreciate that. Mm-hmm. A little bit helps. Uh, and at $5, you get access to a whole bunch of cool shows. At $10, you get access to even more shows. And those are archival. You get the old ones as well. It's yeah. all great. Yeah. Uh, people are always uh, starting their first watch of Breaking Bad. Um, or starting a rewatch. I think the show might be more appropriate for a rewatch. If you know anybody who is doing one of those, send them our way. Yeah. They might have fun uh, revisiting. Yes. Yeah. Uh, which I hope they do. Um, yeah. And then uh, big thanks to Gwen, yes. our producer and uh, composer of the theme song for the show. Thank you very much, Gwen. Yeah. And uh, until next time, we need a part for a Power Pro Mesher, Mesher Strack, Strack a Mac. Mm. Pro. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> Got it in two. <laughs>